This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the week one edition of the 2021 football season of the Federal Football Report. I was thinking this morning, Kevin, you know, I mean, we've got Federal Football Report. And I love the name. We should call it Washington Football Report for the Washington Football Team, Washington Football Report. I like Federal Football Report because they may change this name and we don't know what the name is going to be. We don't want to talk true. about silly stuff like names of the team. We want to talk about the team itself. And apparently there's a lot to talk about. Very interesting show, by the way. And I'm going to tell you why, because I will admit this. Uh, so I watched a ton of football this weekend, ton of NFL, ton of college football, but I watched not one second or one snap of the Washington football team. Why is that? <laughs> what? <It wasn't, laughs> even though I have to do this show, I just I didn't watch it. Well, he, so so I was in New York, and I have more on this later in the show. Right, but right, I was in right. New York for the last two weeks and some change working the U.S. Open, the tennis tournament. Um, you know, bringing radio excellence to U.S. Uh, you know, the U.S. Open radio. You know, they, they wanted needed you to, to come yeah. in and, and bring excellence. And so that's what I did. And so um, at this, so I'm in the studio and so I'm in New York and I couldn't watch the game, even though I had televisions all around me because none, it wasn't a national game. And so, you know, and I also had to pay attention to the tennis match. That yeah, I was yeah. <laughs> so, Since you are but, doing the game, it might so, help yeah, so, if you watch what you were yeah, doing. So, so I got a chance to see Jalen Hurts and the Eagles beat up on the Falcons. Uh, I got a chance to see the Cleveland Browns blow it against the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, I don't know if they blew it. I mean, the Browns came out strong. They looked like a great team, but Kansas City did what Kansas City does, where they'll get down by a lot of points. And then in, in three minutes, Patrick Mahomes will score four touchdowns and they win. And so, uh, so I got a chance to see that. I got a chance i think i saw uh it was san francisco and detroit there were just mm-hmm. other games on and i couldn't i couldn't get to the washington football team game so i had to i had to follow the score on uh, online and so i saw a few things number one i saw the team lost mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. number two um i saw that matthew fitzpatrick hurt his hip right uh, you know and Ryan. three i yep. saw that you were very upset on twitter so, so <laughs> that's just, that's what I observed. And, and, and so let's jump into a week one loss against the, um, uh, uh, the, I guess they're the LA Chargers, right? Yeah, that's what they are. Um, right. um, and, and so let's talk about this game. I mean, close game to start and they were never from, from just scores again. I didn't see it. It seemed like the team was never out of the game. They just couldn't win the game. Talk a little bit about what you saw, Kevin. You and and, and I'm going to ask questions as if I didn't see the game. Why? Because I didn't see the game. <laughs> well, the one thing you did mention, you mentioned a lot of games that you did see uh, across the league, and that is to your benefit because what that allowed you to do was to see some good football, <laughs> see good football teams in action. I didn't have an opportunity to see that because uh, Justin Herbert is a great quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he's going to win a lot of titles, but as far as this NFL goes, he's a man that can hit wide open guys, and that helps when you're playing football. <laughs> right. And the problem was he was hitting wide open guys. Right. Well, you know, and, and when the question is, why were those guys wide open? Well, well, here's the thing about that. If you recall, uh, uh, during the, the, the last cuts, as a matter of fact, I have some names here. Uh, they'll be familiar to, uh, to our loyal listenership. Um, safety Jeremy Reeves, cornerback Greg Stroman, cornerback uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy Moreland, cornerback mm-hmm. uh, Danny Johnson, cornerback uh, Ronald Darby. Those names I just mentioned might be familiar to our listenership because they used to be on this team. Now, <laughs> The problem with yesterday's game was you could have t- taken those guys that were cut 
and mm-hmm. started them, and we would have had a better secondary than we had yesterday, sure. man. Sure, uh, sure. Kendall Fuller just, I don't know, he just doesn't have the the aggressive attitude that he had when he left here and then when he went to Kansas City to help them win the ring, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it. Um, the, the rookie out of Minnesota, ben, Benjamin St. Juicy, or whatever his real name is, uh, St. <laughs> Saint, Saint Jude or something, he... This man, I wrote on Twitter today at Stanfield Kevin, this dude couldn't cover a casserole dish. I don't understand it. What did they see in these guys that were playing yesterday? Now, okay, let me stop right there and throw this in the middle of this. Cam Curl is a beast. Cam Curl can start on any team in this league and be effective. At Mm -hmm. one point, it seemed like he was the only one playing defense yesterday. Mm -hmm. But they left him out in the field way too long. Other than that, these guys did not earn a paycheck yesterday. I don't – that's just one – portion of it, just the secondary guys were running wide open case mm-hmm. in point late in the game crucial time in the game we needed to get the ball back third and 16 and sent in la territory third and 16 let me just say this right because i said yeah the la charges and you yeah, yeah. say san diego here we don't care about that kind of stuff here on the federal football. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. San Diego, you know who we're talking about. We San Diego. Even if we <laughs> right. said the, the the name of the old team we're talking about now, the you know the Washington football team. Like we're not. This is not just stuffy, you know, fake sports talk show. We want to talk about passing percentage and QBR and stuff like that. No, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we're yeah, fans yeah. of the game and we represent the fans. So I'm sorry, I just had to do that because good. I just don't like that stuffy stuff. Bro. Yeah, we can end up saying the L.A. St. Louis L.A. Rams. Like we can say <laughs> something like that. The Oakland. Vegas, L.A. Raiders, not necessarily in that order. Yeah, Correct. I, I appreciate that. Anyway, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking ahead. about. Anyway, freedom. third, third mm-hmm. and 16, they play a, a deep zone, and they're, they're playing zone uh, 20 yards back. It's third and 16. The man got – he got the first down and two more yards. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't know who, who, and, and, and as my, my, my good friend, Ricky Cash, uh, called me last night and said he saw a post game presser where he didn't mention what coach it was, but he said the coach said that the guys weren't playing, weren't doing their job, that the guys were playing out of position. The guys were doing somebody else's job. And my question to Rick was, was he saying that the guys were too stupid to, to run? the defense that he gave them or the guys didn't like the defense they were giving them and tried to do something else or <laughs> he was just calling a stupid defense i don't know but mm-hmm. but it was just so easy easy for the charges at one point they were 12 out of 16 on third down conversions wow that means wow. the, the four that they missed they they obviously made mistakes <laughs> yeah yeah you know, yeah it was it was embarrassing man it was it was well, so, really so he, embarrassing so here's the thing that's confusing about, to, to, to me is that I mean, we had some questions on defense, but all the questions for the most part, you know, even during the offseason, we're doing the show and we're talking about stuff was, had a lot to do with offense. But you're spending a lot of time talking about the Chargers being able to move the ball, converting on third downs against this defense. W- was there any pressure on Herbert? Was uh, what, what, what did the front four look like? Because, uh, I mean, yeah, they can run wide open, but the quarterback still needs time to throw the ball. Were they getting back there? Were they were they hitting them? Were, you know, was was there pressure on the quarterback? No, <laughs> no. And that's well, supposed to be couple, the strength of this defense. The, yeah. Well, one thing the run and pressuring the quarterback. The the holding uh, that the uh, the Chargers line was pulling off uh, was was criminal. Okay. Uh, the, the thing about it is, <laughs> guys get held all the time. They're not, you know, they're not of that status yet where they're going to get the calls. They're not. 
You know, because if you're looking at a, um, a Aaron Donald and you know that the camera is going to be on him, the officials know that the camera is going to be on him as well. So the officials, the officials are human, too. They know, well, right. I better do my job here because I know that they're going to be isolated on Aaron Donald and they're going to get those calls. But but, you know, Aaron Donald knows how to sell that stuff, too. Plus, here's the thing. You can hold Aaron, Aaron Donald and not be able to stop him. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> our guys are not of that ilk yet. And there were some key, key moments of the game, mm-hmm. uh, uh, key situations where we look on the sideline and we see Montez Sweat standing beside Jack Del Rio. Yeah. Is, you know, he's one of your best players. Why is he Why not in he, the game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, well, the, now, package, uh, the, the package they were running wasn't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The package, right? They were packaging stuff package like UPS, man. man. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. Personnel. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. And, uh, and Chase Young did not have – he had a couple of good tackles. But you know what? You're playing defense. You're supposed to have good tackles, right? You know, anybody <laughs> that they want paying to play the game. And, oh, we're going to get to your offense. Don't go away. Oh, yeah. No, but, no, no. Uh, we're we're going to get to the offense for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're paying these dudes, right? And 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 uh, uh, the number one uh, draft pick, linebacker, whose name escaped me for, for, for the moment. Uh, I'll look him up right here on the on the World Wide Web. Uh, Jameen Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, that's You know why his name escapes me? Because, because they didn't say his name at all yesterday. <laughs> there, was no need to say <laughs> there was no reason to say his name. He may have had a tackle. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the linebacker, the linebacker play was non-existent. Okay. Uh, the secondary play was 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 pitiful and i believe what the, you said on twitter at stanfield kevin was we need some linebackers <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah. yeah mucho linebackers yeah yeah and i said a couple of things i said that the guys that they cut could have outplayed the guys that they kept right mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the, the defensive line was 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 below average subpar and and the defensive coaching was was highly questionable let's say that you know in a mm-hmm. professional mm-hmm. manner highly questionable one one thing and, and this is in fairness to the coaches uh, ben St. Juicy was getting toasted so often by uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams is a big dude. I believe Mike Williams was like 6'3", mm-hmm. uh, 200 pounds, right? In mm-hmm. this day and age, that's a good size for a receiver. Sure. Right? And he's a strong guy, right? You know, but still, you know, do something. Hold him. Pass yeah. in the first. Tug <laughs> on his jersey. Tie his shoelaces together like they used to do in the <laughs> cartoons. Do something. I know the kid's a rookie. I tweeted to my good friend Doc Walker yesterday, our good friend Doc Walker. Mm-hmm. I said, this kid better have a thick skin and a short memory. Yeah, and, and forget a lot of that stuff. And he's going to need it because they got a game coming up Thursday. And this is one of those situations where you say, thank God for a short week, and we'll talk about that. But here's another thing I want to ask you, Kevin, because, you know, coming into this season, and, and you know, listen, um, he had a great year, rookie season, you know, uh, Justin Herbert. But there's a lot of hype surrounding the Chargers that I'm just not buying because they're one of these teams to me, even when Phillip Rivers the year after year, where there's a ton of hype around the team, they usually get off the slow starts and they pick up steam towards the end of the year. And there's always hype coming into the next season. And I feel like there's a lot of hype around them yet. And I just don't know if the kid has proven anything yet. And I don't even know if he has enough on that team to do. So what, what, so what I'm wondering is, do you think that maybe I'm misreading the chargers and they're better than we think? And that's how they were able to kind of move the ball a little bit and stuff. Or did the defense just not play well? And it, it wasn't as if the, they ran into a juggernaut. It's like, oh, well, I mean, listen. Like, I mean, you look at – so, and again, we'll talk about the NFC East later on. I mean, so – people say, okay, the, the Cowboys' defense should be much improved. I don't know why anybody thinks that because they drafted Micah Parsons and they got Dan Quinn, you know, running the defense. I don't I don't know why that should mean improvement. But 
They played better, even though Brady and the Patriots, but they have tons of weapons. And you know what Brady can do. You know what Gronk can do. They've got Antonio Brown. I mean, they've got they've hmm. Vincent Jack. They've got ballers. And so I don't know whether the what the Cowboys defense was able to do or wasn't able to do against Tampa Bay is reflecting on the defense improving more so than the offense they were playing. So is 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 our is is the Washington football team's defense what we think it is? It's just that they ran into a bus saw and Justin Herbert I well, with a question mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at it objectively, mm-hmm. you, you, what you want in, in an NFL quarterback is the ability to take what the defense gives you. I right. mean, you know, you want you want them to be able to hit the, you know, the tightly covered pass thread and needle and the double coverage and all that. If he has to with the rocket arm and, and throw the touch pass. But but what you what you expect on the bare minimum of an NFL quarterback is to take what's there. Right. Mm-hmm. If you cover if, if one guy's double cover, they, they got a safety valve, you know, hit your safety valve, uh, hit, you know, hit the zone, the timing passes, throw guys open, just that basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Herbert did all that. He okay. did it. He he took what the defense gave him, and the problem was the defense just kept giving and giving mm-hmm. <laughs> and giving mm-hmm. and giving and giving. Right? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I do think, and this is you know, I'm I, I I do want to be don't you know I know it's, you might not understand how I feel about it, but I'm being very critical of the defense right now. But w- one thing I will say is St. Juicy was getting torched so much that maybe they felt the need to to play zone so he wouldn't get touched because he just couldn't stop anything, man. You okay. Know? okay. The guy couldn't, you know, he couldn't, the guy couldn't stop like a, a truck with the emergency brake. I don't know. He just, <laughs> he couldn't stop anything. So they felt the need to go zone. And one of the other things I tweeted was, you know, uh, I just had to let him learn his lesson. Right. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, well, you know what? I mean, and we, and we've seen this before where they are cornerbacks, you know, in, in the league and, and early in their career, they just kind of get torched because, and, and we see it with quarterbacks where it's like, you, but you're going to play. And you're gonna and you're gonna learn, but you, right if if you're the guy, and I mean, you, listen, when you talk about guys that let go, I love Jimmy Moreland, and I'm thinking, what in the world is this all about, you know? And so, uh, yeah, but but another another aspect I think when I'm looking at the defense though is 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 you know with all the hype again, we talk about hype with Justin Herbert, with all the hype about the defensive line, um, you know. I, I I feel as if, especially based on their play last year and, you know, coming into this season with a full off season and, and mini camps and training camp and stuff like that, you know, which they didn't have last year because of, you know, COVID, um, that this is the type of defense I was just assuming that actually will dictate the type of play that the offensive, like there are guys that have to be accounted for on that defensive line. And, 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 and the pressure that they can produce is something you have to game plan for. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe you don't have to. Maybe if you just if if you play well and you've got mismatches on the outside and, and you can scheme around their strength, you don't have you don't have to play against their strength or or, or even game plan for it because you can work around it. Well, <laughs> you know and that's what you say because coming into the season, I thought that that this line is something that teams are going to have to switch up what they do when they play against this defense. Maybe well, not. Maybe there, there was a, there was a key play in the game yesterday. It was it was a it was third and ten, I believe it was. It was a red zone play. It was third and ten, and one of the Burgundy and Gold jumped off sides. And it was a dude I had never heard of before. Okay. <laughs> I was saying, you know, Sweat was standing over there beside uh, Del Rio, and this dude jumps off sides. And I said, number one. 
who is this dude? <laughs> number two, why is he in the game? I guess one and two would explain. Number three, why is he jumping off sides? I mean, you know, it, it just didn't make any sense. And, I, you know, I don't want to say that the, the defense is, is overrated. I can't say that. I, I think that there's some talent, you know, the, the – you know, a lot of the promotion of this Alabama wall, as they used to call it once upon a time, uh, you know, was deserved. You see, Deron, Plain, Deron Payne in mm-hmm. the playoff game against Tampa, he was he was in Tom Brady's face like every single play. He was to the point he was making Brady mad at his offensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. This guy is touching me. Stop him. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So – but yesterday, my observation yesterday, as a as a brilliant football mind, my mm-hmm. in all in all modesty, my observation yesterday is is it's a lack of technique with these guys because they were being held, but they couldn't do anything about it. I mean, it's a good defensive line coach will will train these guys in the technique to to do some of the guys are 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 holding you something mm-hmm. to make it look so blatant at least one that's one way of doing it to, that it would bring attention to the fact that it's being held or do it go old school and do like Dexter Manley and just hit the guy upside the head mm-hmm. <laughs> stop holding me I'll get penalized but you can get hit upside the head right you know you mm-hmm. got you can't just take it and that's what they were doing. They were taking it. They can't it gets, if if Chase Young is that type of generational talent, he shouldn't be able to be stopped. Yeah, no, it's, but it's, it's like you said, it's the whole Aaron Donald thing. It's like guys hold him all the time. I mean, there are guys who get held all the time, and you know what? You still can't stop him even when you, when you right. Hold, exactly. hold That's him. the thing. And and you know, by the way, you know, like you said, I mean, there there are all kinds of techniques and things you can do. You know, I, listen, I don't play defensive tackle. You can look at me and tell. But my, but <laughs> but the point is, is that you know, you see guys all the time, whether it's with you know um, arm breaks and swim moves and this and that, to where you can get guys' hands off of you. You know, especially when you're strong and as fast as Chase Young. So my question is, is 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 what we saw in week one? Well, what you saw and other people, I didn't watch it. But what you is what you guys saw on week one more indicative of what we have with the with the offense? I mean, with the defense, or do you believe that that was just kind of you know, okay, week one, uh, man, the coaches are going to figure this thing out. There's no need to worry. uh, uh, Or you know, was it like, oh, maybe they're not as good as we thought they were? And it's only week one, but this is what we do in week one. We we you know project the rest of the season based on one game. Right. This true. This true. I I surprisingly I'm I'm holding out a little bit of hope because this is the first time that these guys actually played together. It's going to take a little bit of time for these guys to gel. To, to develop a trust for one another and, and a, a trust for what the coaches are, are, are bringing. Um, the, the problem is... <laughs> I wish you guys could see Kevin's face because we're doing this show on Zoom and I'm, I'm and, 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 and as, as positive as his, his uh, you know, uh, uh, rundown of why he's hopeful, the, the look on his face is of extreme pain to, to speak yeah. of hope right now. As soon as we, go, right soon right we right. go to TV, they'll understand. <laughs> I want to be hopeful. If everybody remembers one of my favorite movies, Shawshank Redemption, when Morgan Freeman gave his speech on hope and saying how dangerous hope can be, right? You know, mm-hmm. The problem is 
these are the same people that put us in this position in the first place. These are the people mm-hmm. who designed this team who, you know, it's not like they rebuild and they, and they inherited a bunch of players. These are the ones that they asked for, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and for, for, for whatever reason. And, and, and my gut is telling me that, that Del Rio and, and you, know, by, you know, by default, uh, Ron Rivera, and by default, um, uh, Scott Turner like to have their guys. Now, mm-hmm. whatever whatever qualities make a player their guys, you know that remains to be seen because obviously it's not being the best football player that you can get, <laughs> right? You know, otherwise, look, we got you know in the past year you got rid of Morgan Moses, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're starting mm-hmm. right tackle, and uh, Sam Cosby got eaten alive yesterday playing against uh, which Bosa is it? Is it Joey or or the San Francisco Bosa? I don't know which one yeah, plays for one San of them. Diego. One of the Bosa both brothers. Of them, yeah. both, of, both of them are very bad boys, right? You know, yeah. it's like it's like yeah. you know, it's either like one, either one yeah. wouldn't have mattered. He would have got up by both. It's like if it's a TJ Watt or the other Watt boy. You know, it doesn't matter, right? You know, they're just getting eaten alive. But we had a we had a tackle, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden he's gone, right? You it wasn't know, their guy, it's, man. The cornerbacks, not their guys, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of receivers, not their guys, right? You know, so so I'm hopeful. I mean, it's only one game. If you look at it, it technically it's the last preseason game. You know right, this, yeah. this, this, and, and you know this coach has a, has a way of of not caring if he wins the first couple of games or not, right? Right, it's yeah. Not, as we saw last year, it didn't yeah, really matter. It's not important to him, but well, but I, he I figured, you know, well, Dallas lost on Thursday, and so they're zero and one, and then you know the Giants has Denver. I think the Giants stink. Plus, we play them next week. If they win, we can beat them. So it doesn't matter whether we win this week or not. <laughs> because, because well, you know, we're we're, we're um, you know uh, men of faith, and you know we thank God for every opportunity we got. Right now, I'm thanking him that they took Jalen Hurts. That Philly game last year. Otherwise, we wouldn't have made right. the playoffs right. at all. Absolutely, absolutely. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. Talking about the Washington football team's uh, Week One loss. We're going to get to uh, the Week Two matchup Thursday night against the Giants. Also, some U.S. Open tennis. I was there in New York City covering it. Um, but first, before we even get to the offense, Kevin, um, we should announce. I mean, we're on the radio. I mean, you know, we do the podcast. You can listen to the show on demand, twenty four seven, whenever you want to. You can even listen to it on repeat over and over and over again. You should. Um, yeah. yeah, you should actually. That's better than some of the I other do. stuff out here. You can listen to talking about this football <laughs> team. Anyway, I'll tell you that much. Um, uh, and uh, so, you, but you can listen to it on the radio, fifteen hundred a.m. here in the, the Washington D.C. area uh, every Monday after the game. Well, every day after the game. And so mm-hmm, Sunday mm-hmm. games, you Monday at seven p.m. on the radio Thursday night. I believe we'll be on Friday night. And if, if something else is scheduled, we'll just move it around. We have back channel access to the radio station <laughs> where we can actually program. What's, what's That's true. That's true. And, and you know, <laughs> truth be told, this this is a radio show. This, was, this show yeah, was uh, show. born and created for the radio, right, for Federal News Network. You can If you're sitting at home, sitting at your computer, if you want to thrill, just go to federalnewsnetwork.com and click on Listen Live, and you can hear us on the radio, right? This is, truth be told, Podcasts have are a dime a dozen, right? There's, no, there's, millions, there's millions of podcasts. Everybody, and millions. You know we, like, there's millions of podcasts, and I and I and I, and I work in the podcast space. Uh, it, like there's millions of podcasts, and by all accounts, if your podcast have 125 listeners, then you're in the top percentage of, of right. downloads. I mean, that's right. everybody's got one. Most people only have two listeners. And, I mean, that's that's right. But how many? How many of you both got a radio show though? Not Take many that. of you both. <laughs> and again, let me just emphasize in love, this. in love, in love. And, and, yeah. well, here's the thing because you know so as i was traveling um up 
and down, uh, up to New York and back down. I was listening to a lot of sports radio, you know, through mm-hmm. the New Jersey area, New York, Philadelphia, and stuff like that. And let me tell you something, man. This, and I got a greater appreciation for our show, and I'll tell you why. Because, you, you know, people don't need to sit here and ha- hear us run off, you know, QBR and quarterback ratings and this and that. And right, out of the last right. 10 years on opening day, when so-and-so traveled, they did. Like, okay, fans want to hear fans talk about, about sports. You know, fans want to be part of the conversation. So you can always That's tweet right. us. I'm at Claude J Radio. Um, Kevin's at Stanfield Kevin. Become a part of the conversation here on the Federal Football Report. And maybe, maybe, just like our buddy Rodney, maybe we'll give you a shot to be on the radio, to be on the Absolutely. show, actually, and talk about Absolutely. this. And maybe we'll open it up to some fans. Like our, our friend Spencer White. We'll get him on, you know, talk burgundy and go. But, um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, this is what I love about the, 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 the show so much, man. It's, I mean, it's just real sports fans, real football fans talking football and, and what we see. We don't, we, don't right. need, we don't need a whole research department bringing us, you know, on, on, on anything third and short when so-and-so's quarterback against a certain kind of defense, his conversion percentage is this much. Who cares? Who cares? Get Because if you get it, what difference is it making if you don't get it? And then we're mad. So, you know, <laughs> just get the first down. We don't need to do all that stuff. But anyway, um, uh, uh, that's what we do here. Let's talk about this offense. Now, again, I didn't watch a single snap of this game. And so, and so I'm going to ask you questions. Uh, let's, let's first, first, let's start with some of the questions that we had going into the season. Can, can I start? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing before you go to your questions. Sure. All this. Um, you know, I, I love to watch the game with with the volume on my TV turned all the way down. Right. I don't, you watch the I don't, game with no yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care what the announcers say. I don't care what some <laughs> dude who came to town two games ago and two days ago and interviewed a player for fifteen minutes yeah, and, and, and what his thoughts are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what he says. But I'm standing <laughs> there, I'm in the kitchen fooling around, and I look and I see a kickoff team. They're about to kick off. So I said, please. Please don't tell me they deferred. Don't tell me they won the toss and deferred. So I jump over to the TV. I turn the volume up just in time to hear the Washington football team won the toss and elected to deferred. And I said, no. <laughs> Why? Because you hate that. You hate I hate it. I hate it. Don't you? The whole purpose of playing defense is to keep the other team from having the ball and you give it to them. Like I said, take the quarterback. We'll take what is being given to them. So I immediately tweeted. I said, the gist of it was it's very wrong to allow the team after you defer to score. The even worse is to after they score, you go three and out. Right. No, 100 <laughs> percent. And, and here's the thing. And you and I talk about this. I differ on the on the I actually like to defer to the second half um, <laughs> simply because, you know, um, I feel the opposite way. If I can stop the other team first and then score and then try to get the ball back before the half and score, even if they score before the half, I get it back after halftime, make a few adjustments and can set the pace. But to each his own. The point is, if you don't stop them from scoring first, it doesn't matter whether you defer or whether you <laughs> Moot point, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, go go back to uh, what you were saying. I just had to get that off, man, because that all oh, that upsets me. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you hate that. But, and I'll be hate honest, it. you hate it, but but you've also been – and I, I, I feel differently about it, but you've also been proven right in your hatred for <laughs> game after game after game. So I really don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to what you do. And again, who cares? So so uh, uh, one of the big questions we had coming into the game, I just want to start with the – it was at the most important position – was that quarterback? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know when when there was a moment in in NFL history the last five to ten years where you can look at your 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 QB depth chart and see um, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, I'm Ryan. sorry, I'm thinking. Did I say Patrick? 
You said Ryan Fitzpatrick. You said Matthew Fitzpatrick. Matthew, I'm thinking about the golfer. Sorry. <laughs> thinking about the kid on the yeah, international sport. sports dude. Golf, you tennis. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see Ryan Fitzpatrick. You see Heineke. Um, and you see uh, Kyle Allen. And you're cool with it going into the season. I, I, I like when, when did that depth? So, so that's a question we were talking about all offseason because I don't remember a time where you see that depth chart. And you're fine with that headed into week one, number one. So let's, and we know that 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 Ryan and Matthew both got hurt this past week. And I don't know if Matthew did, but Ryan did. Um, uh, hip hip situation. He's going to be out multiple weeks. How was his play leading up to the injury, and, and how was Heineke coming out of the injury? Well, we've said on earlier programs, I remember specifically uh, one conversation we had and we said when, when you get Ryan Fitzpatrick, you, you you know what you get. You know what you're getting with mm-hmm. him. He can and throw five I, touchdowns. Or he can throw five interceptions. My question was, why didn't they want more than that mm-hmm. out of the quarterback position, right? You mm-hmm. know what? What is there about the team that makes them think that that was satisfactory, that they could <laughs> right. get Fitzpatrick? Patrick level play and that will be a good thing for the league I, I still have not figured that one out and yesterday he, he came out and he whether it was the situation the play calling the lack of offensive uh, line protection um, he he was mediocre at best he was me. He, he he just was not good he wasn't mm-hmm. terrible didn't throw any picks he just was was not good um when when um, Heine came in the game, and I, I would like to announce that, you know, in case you don't follow me on Twitter, I am the uh, first and only uh, president of the uh, We Want Heineke fan club in the Washington football team uh, area, right? So I'm a, I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big, <laughs> let me, I want to say I'm a big Heineke fan, but that might do my image bad. You know, my wife right. might hear that. <laughs> I'm in the basement drinking or something, right? But I'm a big Heineke fan. I, I, I like the way he came out on the all, one of the biggest stages you can come out in on professional in professional football. And he went toe to toe with Tom Brady, man. What more can you ask of this dude? Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if I was him, I would retire right then. Right then. <laughs> right then. But you know, the moment is too big for him. And when, when, um, when uh, Fitzpatrick went down and, and Heineken, Heineken and Heineken came in, they had him throwing a deep pass right away, and I didn't understand that. I felt like with a player of that limited experience, although he had the one game right, you, you needed to throw a short pass just to get him into the flow of it. Mm-hmm. And even if mm-hmm. you don't get the first down, you just got to get out of that series because this was a, it was a, a, a second down the uh, Fitzpatrick got hurt. So third and long for Heineke, just give him a, a, a dump off pass or something just to get into the flow of it, get loose or whatever, because he doesn't have the, the, the veteran experience needed to be a competent backup yet. The next series, he did things that Fitzpatrick was not able to do. Mm-hmm. One is he found Terry McClure. He hit him <laughs> with, with passes. They, the, play they did not, the playmaker on offense. He was able yes, to get the ball into they, the playmaker. He, he got the ball into the playmaker. He did not. Fitzpatrick did not throw to McClure one time before the injury. Not once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He also hit Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick didn't throw to Logan Thomas once before the injury. He threw a touchdown pass to Logan. Fitzpatrick didn't do Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was able to do things that, that were there. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the San Diego 
uh, defense was giving things. Heineke was able to take some of these things. And we were having a pretty uh, good rushing day from Antonio Gibson. So I, I was more than pleased with the way he performed, the way he responded when uh, when he came in the game. This, the moment is not too big for this kid. Now, you have to wonder about the, 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 the physical condition of Kyle Allen because if, if a guy who – who is one of Scott Turner and, and Ron Rivera's guys if, if, and knows the system, that dreaded knows the system thing, right? Mm-hmm. If a guy can come in off the street and get the start over somebody who is your guy <laughs> and knows the system, you, mm-hmm. you got to wonder his physical condition, well, you know, health-wise. Yeah, health-wise, or you got to wonder, like you said earlier in the show, what does this say about, quote-unquote, your guys? Like, <laughs> maybe you have a bad determination of who your guys are or why your guys are your guys. Because, it, like again, like you said, if Heineke can come in and, and, and be the number two guy, either Kyle Allen is not healthy enough or, or he or he can't get it done, which then begs the question, why is he on the roster? Why is he on like, the roster then? Why is he taking up a roster spot? Exactly. I don't know. So we seem like we have more questions than answers at the quarterback position. One of the big questions we also had was at running back. I was doubtful that we have what it takes at running back to be comfortable with the situation headed into the season. You got a chance to see um, the, 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 the seat straight up. And you said you were fine with Antonio Gibson's performance. I, I was fine. He had, he had the key uh, fumble in the game and, you know, everybody fumbles. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's see how he uh, bounces back from that. Uh, yeah, it, it was at a, it was after a turnover. It was after one, a, a rare uh, mistake by Herbert yesterday. And, and it hurt. I mean, he fumbled the ball in the red zone when, mm-hmm. again, you know, it's up to the player, but there's got to be some coaching saying, hey, red zone, ball protection is the key. Put two hands on this bad boy when you go to the hole, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I, that that to me that's all player. I mean, they've been playing since boys club. They know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're supposed to. Yeah, you know zone. what? You would think so. Red, you red would... zone or not, don't fumble the ball. I mean, like, you would think... know, <laughs> NFL player to tell them not to fumble the ball. Hey guys, we're in the red zone. This is a very. I don't know if you guys know this, but this is a very important part of the football field. So we don't want to turn the ball over here because we have potential to score points. They know that. They know that. But no, but that's coaching too. It's just like, you know, when you're in the huddle and, and there's third and eight, you would think the receiver knows that he's got to go nine yards and get the first down. You would think they know <laughs> right. that. But, but so often, you know, the quarterback says, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the quarterback says, look, get the first down. It's, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I don't, I don't know, man. I, 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 you know, yeah, it's always up to the player. But, but yeah, and maybe from this point on, he, he will do that. Interestingly, though, you, you would think that. That would the reason that you would have a veteran like a Fitzpatrick on your team is because when you when you encounter adversity like that fumble at a critical situation, somebody has to say, "Look, let's forget about that one. Let's move on. Let's get it back. We got a job to do, right? Somebody's got to pull them together and show a little character and see what this team, the character that this team is made of, rely mm-hmm. on the character of of of, of the veteran and that was missing. That was that's why I said that was ironic. That may have been one of the reasons you have a Fitzpatrick. But mm-hmm. but uh, uh, going back to the quarterback position for a, a second, I I would think that it was the perfect situation for them last year in the draft to get a second, third, fourth round quarterback that you don't have to play right away. You mm-hmm. got Kyle Allen. You got Heineke who 
has the admiration and, and acceptance of everybody on the team as mm-hmm. a backup, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can develop the guy. You right. Can, and see that. See that's a, a a QB depth chart that I could that I can I can get with because yeah. it sure doesn't have the names or anything like that. You know, but 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 what I, I think it, it's the depth chart mixed with a lack of kind of clarity. Like it, it was a it was a depth chart that it makes sense to me to bring Fitzpatrick in because it's not as if you're bringing in a guy who, you know, has been an established starter in the league, has been li- lighting it up. It's one thing if you had a guy who was like your starter and you brought Fitzpatrick in either to push him a little bit or to be like your veteran backup if you needed it. But yeah, I was, I mean, look, going into this season with Heineke as a starter based on what he did in that playoff game, Kyle Allen backing him up because he's a veteran and he knows the system, and then drafting a young guy to develop, that makes sense. And you communicate that. Like, I, you know, well, you know what's also, so speaking of communication, I'm also tired of, of coaches and stuff like giving you s- small minor details, like letting us know something is actually going to destroy some sort of game plan or your master plan, like being secretive is going to, you know what I mean? Like, why not just say, you know what? We like Heineke. We like what he did in the playoff game, but we're not sure if he can be the guy. So we're bringing in Fitzpatrick just to right. kind of push because we're comfortable with him. We're not sure what, what Kyle Allen's injury situation is going to be when he comes back. So, so we like Heineke. We're just not sure because he has a small body of work. Fitzpatrick is, is, is isn't expensive. Uh, and, and we know what he can do. We know what we're getting. And when he's at his best, he's pretty good. When he's bad, we know how he can get. But we're comfortable with that. Why not say that? Like I, the whole secret is as if telling us anything like the fans <laughs> is going to is going to change the outcome of what you're doing. Like, <laughs> I hate that kind of stuff, man. It's like it's like it's like the stuff that, you know, even in San Francisco, well, who's going to be the starter quarterback? Even in Chicago, well, is it, is it going to be, you know, are we going to give Justin Fields a chance or are we going to go ahead with Andy Dalton? And they try to keep it secret and, and, and we don't know. And what we'll, we'll find out. Just be honest. Like, well, you know what? We promised Andy Dalton that he'd be the starter when we got him here and he's a veteran and we like what we can get with him. But Justin Fields is so electric. He kind of fell in our laps in the draft. We weren't even going to draft a quarterback. But when right. he was available, we said we got to go for this. And so now we're in a situation where we got to kind of figure out what we're going to do. What are you scared that you're going to get criticized? You're going to get criticized anyway. Like just <laughs> either I, way, the, the 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 need to be secretive with these organizations, ah, it just kills me. It's so stupid. It's it's so secretive that guys show up on the field that you didn't even know were on the roster. <laughs> you know, was a, right. a perfect example. The, the the kickoff returner was uh God, what's his what's his kid's name? He was a. Uh, uh, I'd never heard of him until I saw him back there. Uh, DeAndre Carter. He's yeah, out of no um, uh, Sacramento State. They wore number one. <laughs> they said, DeAndre Carter back to return. Who? <laughs> I do not recall. I watched I watched every preseason game. I don't remember seeing the DeAndre Carter on the field. Who right? is that? <laughs> I don't understand it, right? You're absolutely right. What is mm-hmm. going on, right? You know, it, 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 uh, the, the letting Morgan Moses go. Uh, not utilizing your weapons, not having them in the game plan, uh, uh, not having like a safety valve if you, mm-hmm. if your um, weapons are being taken away from you, which is interesting because uh, uh, Mike Thomas caught like eight balls yesterday, and uh, gosh, I'm drawing the blank. The other San Diego receiver, the All Pro receiver, it's going to come back to me. He caught like a hundred yards in um, in. Uh, Passes. Wait a minute. This is Bob. I gotta look his name up. Uh, Keenan Allen, of course, right? He had a hundred yards in reception yesterday. They couldn't seem to take them away. <laughs> it was the, the, the our defense was was 
the charitable defense yesterday, they believed in giving mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. their defense believed in taking. So, um, but let me, uh, uh, yeah, I'm back to the defense, but, but back to the offense. Um, we, these are the guys you got. You must know what their abilities are. It seemed like you would tailor your offense to meet those abilities. Uh, something else. There, there was a little things that I saw yesterday that, that just signal doom. Third and one, they come out the shotgun. That that to me, that's that's second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's second to deferring the kickoff. Mm-hmm, third mm-hmm. shotgun or third and one, that is evil. That's you say this all the time. There's oh, these eleven players. Is it third and one? The eleven players here on offense make millions of dollars combined. <laughs> millions of dollars a season. I need one yard. One. Why yard. am I paying the eleven players a million if eleven <laughs> of you guys can't move this one ball? One yard forward. I just I, we don't need to touch. I need to move the ball one yard forward. I, I would tell do this yeah. eleven of us. <laughs> I tell the defense too because I had that much faith in my line. Hey, look, number sixty-seven. He's coming over you, <laughs> right? And he's gonna give us a yard. If you yes. stop him, you're a better man than we are. Mm-hmm. But we coming your way. Right. right? <laughs> you know? And they don't have enough confidence in themselves, man. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just, just physics mm-hmm. and uh, Archimedes and the principles and all that, right? Mm-hmm. You get more leverage if you're down in the stance than if you're standing. If you're in the shotgun, the guys are on two legs, right? They're standing mm-hmm. upright. Then they have to go down to try to block a guy, right? And the defensive lineman has just as much leverage as you got. If mm-hmm. you're down in the stance, at least there's a 50-50 chance, right? right. You know? <laughs> the advantage is to the defensive line where you're, when you're in, in shotgun formation, but they try to do the trickeration. Maybe we're going to pass. Maybe we're going to run. Ooh, <laughs> right. you never know. <laughs> which, which, by the way, which, by the way, is the scenario every play. Maybe they're going to pass. Maybe like you're not you're not tricking them by lining up that way because every play you're either going to run or pass. Like oh, you're not oh, you're not fooling oh, anybody. Yeah, I, no. just, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm. Yeah, you know, we were we were kind of light on the guys last year. You know, Coach Coach Rivera had uh, you know the situation, but and I gave him a pass, and I said, you know, hey, I'm I'm happy for you. All bets are off now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just as much of a target as the rest of us. <laughs> before, well, before we take another break, we got to get to our to to America's favorite segment, fake news and not. It's an ongoing thing with the show every single season, and so I got three statements. Kevin's got to let me know whether it's fake news uh, or not. Wait, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. We oh, need you got on the offense. No, 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 no. We just need, I mean, we just can't go into America's favorite segment like that. We got to oh. have the introduction. You got to throw to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. It's, it's been a season. Uh, but apparently, I'm not, I'm not sharp on week one either. I didn't even watch the game. And I forgot <laughs> how to say that. All right, guys. Time for your favorite segment. It's time for fake news or not. That's right. Three phrases coming out of Washington regarding the Washington football team. You let me know whether it's fake news or not. And by you, Kevin lets me know because right. we care what the fans think, but you can't respond in real yeah, time. We don't care. Okay, yeah, right. so, so <laughs> statement number one, Kevin, you let me know whether it's fake news or not. Matthew Fitzpatrick will not yep. see the field again as the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. Fake news he, or not? He won't, but Ryan Fitzpatrick might. <laughs> ah, Matthew again? You said it again. Please, I've got golf on the mind. Will, yes. will Ryan Fitzpatrick see the field again as the starting quarterback of the Washington football team? I would say that that's that's fake news. I okay. think that that uh, the way 
uh, Heine plays that he's just a concussion away from uh, <laughs> being on <laughs> concussion protocol away from being on the bench for a while. I don't think that there would be a true statement if it was just uh, uh, feel of play. This team responds to uh, to Heineken, uh, Heineken, to Heineken, and right? to Heineken's actually, but probably <laughs> we they played like they were playing on Heineken, but, <laughs> but uh, they respond to Heineken. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've. Uh, you know, I, I was a supporter of Dwayne Haskins. I think that Dwayne shot himself in the foot, and I think that's working out well for him because he's in the situation now that he should have been in when he first got here. Having said all that, he performed last year. He threw, mm-hmm. he threw touchdown passes last year. He won games last year. The team wanted to respond to him. He just didn't know what to do to make that happen, to, to, to covet that. Heineken... Came in. I'm gonna call him Heineken sometime. Heineken, mm-hmm. Heineken came well, in. Well, I mean, I'm I'm calling Fitzpatrick Matthew Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Heineken, okay. Heineken is closer. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> the team responds to this kid, and, and I think that um, the only thing lacking is a little bit of success, right? You know, if 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 they can tap into his will to succeed, um, I, I think that, that that something can happen. I mean, it's not a it's. It's going to take a little time. It's going to mm-hmm. take a little time. But one thing he's smart enough to know, he knows that if I get the hands, the ball in my the hands of my best players, mm-hmm. that increases my chances to win. So right. I, I think I think that the injuries will be the only thing that keeps him from, from riding up the whole season. Okay. All right. Statement number two for fake news or not. Chase Young and his defensive line will have a rebound game against the Giants, and we will feel much better about them this uh, this time next week than we do at this moment. You should see my face now. Um, <laughs> that's, that's fake news. That's okay. fake news okay. because okay. Um, uh, the Giants swept swept this team last year uh, without Saquon. Mm-hmm. Right, right, <laughs> you right, know? right, right, right. And and it's not just it's, it's not just Chase Young. It's the linebacker play and the relationship between the linebacker play and 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 the. Uh, defensive line because are the defensive linemen supposed to just occupy line uh offensive linemen and let the linebackers make the plays mm-hmm. uh, are they going to be more aggressive you're going to see more blitzing uh are they going to be able to hold which officials are we going to have <laughs> you know mm-hmm. all these things matter but but if anything it's not like the g-men have an offensive line that's afraid of the burgundy goal because they've beaten them Several times in the past years, Daniel Jones has never lost to these guys. <laughs> you know, right. so think about that. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I think that they're going to have the same game they had last year. Uh, I mean, last week, because there's nothing that indicates they're going to be any better. Mm-hmm. If they could be any better, they would have been better. They would have been <laughs> they <could> be better. <laughs> yeah. They would have been better. So, yeah, that's so, right. There you go. Statement number three on fake news or not is that the Washington football team won the NFC East last year, and there's no reason to think they won't do it again this year solely based off of week one. Fake news or not? Fake news, news, okay. news, news, right. news. And I tell, <laughs> as we said earlier, if, if uh, the, the former coach of the Eagles, uh, Peterson, uh, had not, for whatever reason, decided to take Jalen Hurts out of that game where he had scored two touchdowns in the first half single-handedly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in his first start or whatever, right? I don't know if it was his first start, uh, but he started in a, uh, in a game that had um, playoff uh, implications for this team. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, 
you know, it, he had an opportunity to see if uh, Jalen Hurts could play in this league. And scoring two touchdowns gives me a pretty good indication that, that he can that play. He can, that he can. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know and what? Did you see him yesterday? Man. Yeah. <laughs> he scored a couple more yesterday, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, so that's how we won the division last year. And and everybody else has improved, and I can't say that this team has improved. I can I, say, I can't say it yet. So mm-hmm. um, they've they've gotten rid of a lot of the guys who are on their team, <laughs> their playoff team, and um, you know they're still acting like they're rebuilding. So either right. at, at some point you got to build on what you got, and mm-hmm. they haven't indicated that yet. And so we want to preview the Giants game coming up. By the way, next week's show we're going to have our Giants correspondent Rodney Henderson. Uh, on the show with us to talk about the Giants uh, and review that game with us. And so let's talk a little bit about some keys to the game, Kevin. Um, I'll give you just two keys uh, uh, that I have. Number And here's the thing. I'm not going to, again, people, you can turn on any of your normal sports channels and you can hear all the, you know, analysis from all the stuffy people. And say, They've got to stop the run. They've got to stop contain Saquon Barkley. Everybody know you got to contain Saquon Barkley. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, no matter what running back another team has, you got to stop them. So you got to stop them. Stopping him, right. the running back is, is so I, you know, oh, got to contain, find a way to contain Saquon. You know, you know, he wouldn't be Saquon if he could contain him. You, you got, no matter who he is, you got to stop him. So the key is going to be the deep, here's the key. The defensive line has to dictate the, the play of the Giants. Like they have to push guys around. They have to make the Giants adjust. They cannot play in a way that's going to make the def- that, that where the, where the Washington football team's defense has to adjust. They have to dictate the type of game. They got to get pressure on Daniel Jones, obviously, but they have to play in a way that that makes the Giants have to react to whatever the defensive line is doing. Because I mean, and because and the reason I'm saying the defensive line is because they're the strength of the team. It's definitely not the secondary, and we don't even know who the linebackers are. And so, <laughs> and so the defense the Defense and the defensive line are the stars. Chase Young's the one we see in the commercials. You got Montez Sweat. You know, we've got the two Alabama boys, Payne and Allen. Like, they're good enough to th- that four Sweat, Payne, Allen, Young. They need to dictate what happens on the field. And I've seen, and I've seen the energy from that defensive line last year. Even even uh, bring energy to the offense, and so they have to be the spark. They have to dictate things. They got and and they ha- and they have to do it from Jump Street. They got to start. They got to start the game that way. And and by and 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 on offense, I think the key is going to be let's not let's not handcuff. Don't handcuff Heineke, and don't <laughs> handcuff the Heinekens. Don't handcuff <laughs> Heineke. That's what like like. Like let him loose. He he's such a wild card when he plays. He likes to get out the pocket. He likes to like I said. He plays he plays in Concussion City and is going to catch up to him maybe. But but uh, let him loose. Let him throw that ball around. Let him play with nothing to lose like he did against Tampa Bay. Let him go for it. Those are my keys. Let, let 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 don't handcuff Heineke and the defensive line has got to dictate pace, Kevin. They got to dictate what the game's going to be. Okay, well, my keys, they have been ever since we started the show. If you, if you win the toss, take the ball. Don't give anything. <laughs> Develop that attitude of taking, taking. <laughs> Stop giving. We're taking. Yeah, we got to get aggressive. We got to uh, develop a character on this team where people say, oh, no, they're coming to town. Do some things with all that talent you have on defense. Don't just mm-hmm. expect it. To be, if somebody holds you, just abuse them physically until the referees have to pull you <laughs> off of them. Right? You know, play football. <laughs> Don't just stand there. Uh, it's like uh, as an old man once told me, he said, "If you go, go if you're gonna go down, don't go down like a chump." 
Right, right. <laughs> you know, right. That's it. Just basic humanity stuff right there, right? You know, you mm-hmm. just gotta you gotta get uh as Clint Eastwood say, you gotta get plum mean. I mean mad dog mean, you know? Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. mean. This team has to get mean. They can't be just allowing this to happen to them, right? On offense, get creative, get the you don't abandon the run, but you got horses. You got a bunch of horses on the team. Get them the ball. They're mm-hmm. good. They can get open. Uh, you know, maybe design shorter passes, whatever, if your protection is lacking. There are things that you can do. Do what it takes. And above all, play people that we've heard of. <laughs> no more mystery players, you know. No more dudes with question marks with numbers on their jerseys. None of that, mm-hmm. right? The mm-hmm. brother of this team, so we know what we're dealing with. You know, we got a, a decent shot to beat the Giants. They, the Giants are still the Giants. They got Saquon, though. They're nothing to be taken lightly. But if we do our job, everybody does their job and do it like they they meant to be doing it, right? Doing it, do it aggressively. Don't you don't have to take on the the, the personality of your coach or your uh, MAGA defensive coordinator. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> do it for yourself. You know, like the big Russian told Rocky, "I fight for me. Do it for yourselves." <laughs> That's right. That's what we gotta do. do it for yourself. That's there right. you go. Do it for yourself. And we're doing this show for ourselves, but also for the millions of people that listen to this show and, that, and who love it. You can find Kevin on Twitter at Stanfield Kevin. You can find me at Claude J Radio. Um, yeah, maybe next week what we'll do is I'll break down this whole U.S. Open thing. Yeah, and the whole experience that. Yeah. working it. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty fun for the for, for that week. So, um, yeah, man, uh, Dallas lost in a, in a thrilling game to Tampa Bay. Uh, the Giants lose to Denver. Denver. Sneaky good. Another team that I thought was losing their mind when they were saying it's, it's a competition between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Like, uh, in what universe is that a competition? What are you talking about? And so Last they, year, this, go, team, and, this and, team had a chance to get Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, well, and see, again, that's a depth chart. If you were to bring in Bridgewater and say he's going to start, Heineken's going to back him up, I'm good. I'm good with and, that. And did you happen to see what the young man did in New Orleans yesterday? Jameis Winston. Uh, but again, they would say, what was it? Well, we're not sure whether it's going to be Winston or whether it's going to be Taysom Hill. Why wouldn't you be sure? Why wouldn't you put old crab legs in the game? Like he knows exactly, like, what are you talking about? And, 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 and by the way, good, good work by Jameis, you know, being humbled there in Tampa Bay, being sent out when they bring Brady in and then sitting a year behind Drew Brees and obviously learning and maturing. And it looked like he slimmed down a lot. I don't remember him yeah. being that, that slim, but slimming down some and, 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 and getting his head in the game. Now, Jameis will throw five touchdowns, but he'll also throw five picks. So we got to see it kind of play out. But he's got Sean Payton. He clearly learned something. We had a shot at him, too. You know, we mm-hmm. made some offers last year when he was third string. But, no, we they had a plan. So uh, <laughs> Okay. All right. We have and a plan, the, too. And the Eagles, uh, yeah, they beat up on the Falcons. Jalen Hurts looking good. I couldn't be happier for Jalen Hurts. I mean, yeah. the way he handled the whole Alabama situation that was top-notch, was high class, and then he goes to Oklahoma and does well, gets drafted, the way he handled things last year. I mean – I mean, that's a kid I like to I like to yeah. see do well. You know what I mean? What like, more do I mean, you want from this kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What more do you want? I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. what do you want from right. this guy? All right, folks, we'll be back next week to talk about the Giants and hopefully a win for the Washington Football Team on the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network and all of your fine podcast platforms.